everybody. Yes, we have finally arrived. I am the coach. This is the Early Edge Golf Style Tour Championship Style. We've arrived at the final event of the year, the final best 30 players on the PGA Tour. We are here to handicap it for you right here, right now from Eastlake. Let's bring in the star of the show. He is the host of the award-winning First Cut Podcast here at CBS Sports Line. Rick run good on social media. Rick G what's up, man coach. Yeah. Good to, good to be on with you. Thank you very much. This is, this is a fun week. It's an interesting week because of the format. I think this week and the match play event are two of the more strategic events for us handicappers, us fantasy players. So uh, always fun to kind of talk through this one because there's a lot of different ways that you can attack it. Yeah, there really is. There's going to be bets and then you catch a mega preview too over on the first cut. Uh, you can do bets without the stagger start in place. You can do bets with the stagger start in place. So you got to be very, very careful to listen to what Rick or myself or any of our experts say because there's two different kinds of bets. A lot of fun. All right, before we get to our bets, kind of preview for the people at home. We've got a lot of new people that have come to the to the brand. They want to know what's a tour championship. What's Eastlake really all about? Yeah, and uh, let's start with the staggered start, the format. This is new. This is the third year that we've done this, and basically with the way that the playoffs work in golf, uh, depending on your FedEx Cup rank, your playoff points, essentially, uh, you actually start with a score. So when this event starts on Thursday morning, Patrick Cantlay will be 10 under par. Tony Finau will be 8 under par, and guys will be assigned slots all the way down to even par. It's a way to kind of reward those who have gained uh, a lot of points throughout the season and through the playoffs, and even like it's a great venue it's 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 not particularly easy it can be a challenging test it's a course that we've seen every year in this spot since 2004 so the data is very strong but when you're looking at bets when you're looking at putting uh, the things in and you've got odds for for with strokes and, and odds for without strokes you really need to pay attention because uh, the incentive for these players are going to change based on their positioning on the leaderboard with those starting strokes and how important is it to make it to East Lake? If you make it here, you automatically get in three of the majors and essentially the PGA Championship too. A bunch of invitationals like the Arnold Palmer, the Memorial, a bunch of those. And oh, by the way, if you finish thirtieth, you'll still get a bonus of three hundred ninety-five thousand dollars. Not to mention the first place prize of fifteen million dollars. So here's what we do on the special episode every single week. I put Rick to the test. I say, give me two matchups. Give me two props and give me a little bit of a sprinkle on two winners for the week. So let's start with the head to head matchups. Rick, what do you got? All right, I'm going to speak very carefully here. Make sure I get this all correct. Xander Shoffley minus 118 over Dustin Johnson. That is without the starting strokes, meaning doesn't matter what the leaderboard on PGA tour.com says. This is just the raw scoring for the week. Xander Shoffley has been absolutely dominant at Eastlake. This is going to be his fifth trip to the tour championship and to this course in his previous four. He has played 16 rounds. He has never once, not once lost strokes to the field in any of of those 16 rounds, he's been absolutely dominant. He won the nons, the, the no starting strokes version of this event last year, did not get credited with a PGA Tour victory because we don't do it that way, but it plays very, very well at Eastlake. And then the other one is Sung J M minus 118 over Brooks Kepka. This is with 
the starting strokes. That means that Sung JM is going to begin the tournament at three under par. Brooks Kepka is going to begin at two under. And coach Brooks has not played particularly well over the past couple of weeks. And we know with him, it is all about incentive. It is all about motivation. Starting eight shots off the lead, I imagine, is not a position for him to really incentivize going out and playing four really great rounds around Eastlake. On the other hand, Sung JM has just been trending in the right direction. The, the ball striking has been phenomenal. The putting was uh, lights out last week. He has a lot to play for in his adopted now hometown. He bought a house, finally bought a house in Atlanta, gets to play there, gets to sleep in his own bed. I think he takes out Brooks Kepka using the starting strokes. You have one player who loves to play golf. You have one player who plays it because he's really, really good. And you're going to give the player who loves golf a one-shot lead. I'll take it. I'll take it. By the way, I've already gotten a lot of a lot of tweets from people at home. Caesar Sportsbook does a great job of making it very clear on the bets are with the strokes or without the strokes. So wherever you bet, make sure it's very, very clear. You don't want to go back on Sunday and go, well, what happened? Uh, all right. Now, let's get to two props that you really, really like. Because you mentioned there's so many different ways that we can bet on the Tour Championship. What do you got for us in that capacity? Yeah, there's a million ways. The first one is going to be Sam Burns to finish inside the top five with the starting strokes. That means he's going to start this event at four under. He starts in a tie for six. So I'm asking him to move up just one spot into that top five positioning. It's a five to one wager plus 500 on those odds. And Sam Burns, as we've seen countless times this year, is a ceiling golfer. He can tap into uh, one, two, even three rounds at a time like nobody else on the PGA Tour can. And with his starting position in this event, he's not going to have to do all that much to maintain his position and move up to the top five. And then the other one, this is not a bet I normally make, but John Rahm, top European, minus 250. That is, of course, with the starting strokes. And when I look at this coach, I see that he currently has a three-shot lead over Victor Hovland. He has a four-shot lead over Rory McIlroy. Those are the next two closest Europeans uh, in the odds that he would that would be able to track him down. And he is still four shots off the lead. John Rahm, who has been the best player on the tour this year, has a, a, a move to make. He is going to be putting his foot on the gas pedal all week long. I don't think there's any chance that Hovland or Rory catch him. I know it's minus 250, but sometimes that juice coach is worth the squeeze. <laughs> oh my god he did it himself he did it himself come on oh my god if i was sick before i'm a hundred percent now damn it i love that all right now i gotta calm down that was awesome okay okay now we're down to the final two picks of our season yeah this is very 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 uh, interesting and fascinating on how you choose to pick this. What do you got? And technically, coach, I guess both of these could win because one is with strokes and one is without strokes. So here we go. Tony, Tony Finau to win with the strokes. He is plus 750. Um, he is going to start two shots back of Patrick Cantlay. He's going to start at eight under par. And the odds are really heavily in favor of John Rahm. They're heavily in favor of Bryson DeChambeau. They're heavily in favor of Patrick Cantlay. And Tony Finau is kind of the forgotten man here. And ever since he changed his putter and changed his putting grip at the Open Championship, he has been 
lights out. And that is the one part of his game that has really been troublesome over the years. If he continues that for four more rounds at seven and a half to one, he gives himself a really good chance to win this golf tournament. And then the other one is without strokes. So essentially everyone starting at zero is Daniel Berger to win. And that's 28 to one. That's plus 2,800. And for me, there's a lot of good things for Daniel Berger right now. Uh, Not only has he gained strokes on approach in every event since Phoenix, that was like the end of January or early February. It's been a while, Uh, but he has a ton of incentive. This is essentially his last audition for the U.S. Ryder Cup team. And with a good start this week, he can impress Captain Stricker. He can get into one of those last spots. He's starting at even par, so there is no one else in the field who has uh, as much incentive or is going to be taking on more flags or trying to make as many birdies as Daniel Berger because he's got a lot of moving up to do. So this is an interesting situation where his starting position and his and his incentives really align for him to try to go absolutely insane at 28 to one. I think it's worth it. Who could have ever known, Rick, that when the Ryder Cup got moved, that the tour championship would provide this much drama because of how they changed the rules for how the captains get to pick their teams. Now, six for Stricker, then he gets to pick six. I mean, this is going to be fun. I think you're honest. We're going to be hearing about the Ryder Cup all week, all week. Real quick, I want to ask you a question because I like Cam Smith plus 2,500 with the strokes. Is there a guy, and I hate to put you on the spot, that you look at and say, you know what? They Because I think the top four guys are emotionally spent just a little bit. A guy that's down there around Cam Smith that's over plus 2,000. I mean, DJ is plus 2,000 with the strokes. Is there somebody that you like there? I think it is Cam Smith, coach. I mean, the, the the issue here is once you start to get to four under par, three under par, two under par, as much as I love Roy McIlroy, as great as he has been at Eastlake, as well as he's playing leading into this, it's a math problem. And the math doesn't come out in their favor. It's it's not only going to be incredibly hard for Dustin Johnson to make up seven strokes or Roy McIlroy to make up eight. The guys that they're going to have to pass are legitimate top tier players on the PGA Tour. So you're just asking for so much. I believe there's probably five guys with true, real win equity in this field with the with the final one being Cam Smith, having him sit there at 25 to one. It, it's it's interesting. He's he showed us the ceiling a little bit in the last couple of weeks. He needs to tap into that again. Uh, but I think there's about five guys who can win this thing. I, I think you are right. Great analysis from Rick G. Incredible uh, how you made that so incredibly clear when the sports books decided last year we can make a lot more money if we do it with the strokes and we do it without the strokes and basically have two tournaments in one and I'm here for it. For those people who are new, that you're like, I'm very, very confused. Don't. Don't. You're fine. We got you covered here. But also check out the first cut. A mega preview uh, that will be in the feed over the YouTube channel for first cut as well with all the great minds here at Sportsline. All right. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Here is the recap. And it looks glorious. So our head-to-head matchup, Shoffley over Johnson without the strokes, minus 118. Then Sunjay M over Kepka starting with a one-shot lead with the strokes, minus 118. Then Sam Burns top five with strokes. He only has to gain one shot, plus 500. Then Rom top European with strokes, minus 250. And you heard how Rick G just dazzled us with that pick. And then a little bit of a sprinkle, just a little bit of a sprinkle. Fina to win with the strokes. He starts two back in second place. And then Berger without, uh, he's going to be freewheeling it. He's starting even, 10 back, last place, nothing to to lose for him there, Uh, plus 2,800. Man, I am fired up for this week, big time. You've got your marching orders. You know what? Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window for Rick Run Good. Rick G, the jeweler. I am the coach. Thanks for hanging with us all season long. We're going to take a little bit of a hiatus, but don't worry. 
We'll bring the special episode back, but right now we're feeding right in to the football season. Mm, this is fun. And this is the early edge. Good luck. Good luck.